entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so great to be back with you again this week. I'm excited about my guest. And it is an important topic, an important reminder for some, and an introduction, perhaps, to a way of being for others. As we look out into the world with so many things going on and so much duality that we are perceiving, uh, whether it is real or illusion, it is often easy to forget our practice, to forget what's real, to forget what's in our lives, or even to forget how to focus or have gratitude for the things that we do have in order to create the life of abundance and the life of love that we all desire. I'm really, really thrilled to have Mae McCarthy back on today. She's been on before for her wonderful book, The Path to Wealth. It changed so many lives, and it has been a platform for individuals to truly shift their world. So you can definitely go back into the archives and hear the show with Mae on The Path to Wealth, which helped people discover how to use universal spiritual principles, achieve greater levels of wealth, health, and happiness, and freedom. She is a serial entrepreneur, an angel investor, and a philanthropist. And she packages her deep study into workshops and books. And her first book, The Path to Wealth, is now also available in a practice daily practice workbook and a daily practice journal. And it is definitely something that will allow you to still a higher force in your life, as well as understanding how it is a partnership that you are engaged in while you're here on the planet. Well, lucky for us, she has now released a new book, and that book is The Gratitude Formula, a seven-step success system to create a life that you love. How important is gratitude? So often we forget that there's so many things in our lives that really can help us to anchor into so that we do create more powerful, practical, and achievable goals, so that we really do develop more spiritual intuition and manifest and achieve our dreams, and that also help us untangle from the doubts, fears, and behaviors that are holding us back. It is time for you to say yes to prosperity and limited, limitless possibilities, and Mae McCarthy is definitely an individual that can do that. Her experience as a business strategist and successful entrepreneur has given her the tools to create success in her life and for her clients. And now she shares those tools in this book. The Gratitude Formula is simple and clear. And if you follow it daily, you will begin to receive the abundance and create the life that you love. So let's discover how we're going to do that. Welcome back, May, to 1111 Talk Radio. It is a delight to have you back on. Oh, thank you so much, Simran. I'm so delighted to be here. Well, gratitude is a choice, and I am extremely grateful that you are here because your tools, your insights, the ideas that you share are things that are practical. They are simple. They are real and can be put into real time right now. And I think with the things that are are showing up in our world, with the situations that tend to appear, oftentimes we can forget about utilizing gratitude in our lives, or we can forget about having a practice, or we can forget that there's more than just us here. And that's such an important point probably to begin at, to realize that we're not here alone in the world, we're not here on an island, that there is something so much more. There is, and, and, and you pointed out that, you know, the choice of gratitude. You know, so many people think that 
you know, gratitude is, is combined with this feeling of happiness, which it is. But it's not a random thing. It's something that we choose to do. I mean, in any situation, if there's some way that you can choose to find something to be grateful for, even if you don't know what's going on, you can create some affirmations that say, I know that something good in this situation is going to reveal itself to me, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. And so individuals can be grateful for something they don't even know is coming. If they can't find something within their life in that moment, they can actually have gratitude beforehand. Right. Be grateful for what you want the outcome to be. Not the how that you get there, but that something reveals itself in any situation that will be for your higher and greater good. If you start to proclaim that, you'll, your subconscious and this wonderful spiritual gift of intuition will show up to illuminate possibilities and, and things that you can be truly grateful for. I mean, it, we're a lot more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. We, we tend to allow the world and the media and the um, friends and families and communities to tell us what to focus our attention on that's important. But when we make a choice to focus our intention with gratitude on what life we want to create and what life we want to live with perfect health and a big bank account and using our skills and talents in remarkable and joyful ways and great relationships. When we start to focus with gratitude on those kinds of things, our subconscious and intuition are going to filter billions of pieces of data that are coming at us every single moment and illuminate those things that are in alignment with what we've proclaimed we're grateful for. We become magnetic to noticing and receiving the things that we're grateful for. In what you've just said already in the beginning of the show and in the way that you open the book as to gratitude being a choice, it feels like one of the very first steps that we have to consciously take is to make up our mind that this is a direction that we're desiring to go. So the beginning point would be a mental point of deciding this is the direction. Where does feeling come in on that? Is it important? And what if someone can't find a feeling of gratitude to align with the mental thought that they want? Well, I think the feelings will follow. Um, You know, so it's almost like the choice to love. You can choose to love and not feel loving. You can choose to to love someone and, and not even really like them or feel happy about them, but you're still making a choice to demonstrate love. That's a great analogy, May. So That's a wonderful make, analogy. Yeah, and you can make the choice to be grateful, to use your words, thoughts, to, to proclaim gratitude for what you want to experience. And then the feelings will follow because the demonstration and manifestation of what you're talking about is going to start to reveal itself. As you're grateful, that, that, that proclamation in words and thoughts end up doing some things 
in your brain as well. It starts to tell your brain, look, I'm serious about feeling gratitude towards this healthy relationship with my coworkers, towards this wonderful, healthy body that easily moves through life. Even though you don't feel that you have it today, if you start being grateful for, for experiencing that in, with your words and thoughts, your emotions will follow and you'll start to notice things that show up, like maybe you go into the break room at work and see the box of donuts on the, on the table and think, no, you know what, that just doesn't look all that great to me today because I'm grateful that I have a physically fit, healthy body that easily moves through life in a pain-free manner. You're, you're grateful for what you want in advance, and then the feelings will follow. And so as we're putting that gratitude out and the mind is listening to that, we also can make the choice to open up to something that's bigger than ourselves. And I know that you introduced that concept in your wonderful book, The Path to Wealth, and you deepen in that concept in the gratitude formula. Speak a little bit about the CSO. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, it's my belief that there's a divine intelligence that we all have access to. You know, we're all part of this one, one thing, this one creation. And we can rely on that intelligence to guide and, and direct us. Sometimes our, our rational mind will try to get in the way and take the messages that we get through intuition or signs or even through other people and tell us they don't make sense, don't do anything, don't, don't take any action. And what I find is that as we start to practice listening and have the courage to take action, uh, we tend to achieve, arrive at our, our completed goals much quicker. And in, in seeming miraculous ways, you know, unusual and extraordinary ways. So in order to quiet my rational mind, I decided as a CEO, I, I surround myself with people whose advice I value. I have a chief financial officer that gives us advice on, you know, the financial health of our company and a chief information officer that understands technology and guides us um, in that realm and a chief operating officer and a chief marketing officer. And so I decided that I would give a title to that all-knowing power of the universe, this source of intuition, and bring it into my life and bring it into my business. And so I gave it the title Chief Spiritual Officer and actually went one step further and put it at the top of my organizational chart. And what I explained to my employees was that this was a symbol, that we were going to be a miracle-making company. We were going to have unusual guidance if we stay focused on what we wanted the outcome to be, which was to uh, work in an environment uh, with our coworkers who we value and appreciate and that we could be helpful to them and they could be helpful to us. And we would have customers that really, really loved what we were able to provide for them as we supported them in their mission uh, to, to solve problems and to um, enable innovations to help them do their jobs better. And we were going to have great uh, vendors and suppliers that helped us. 
And so as long as we stay focused on what we wanted outcomes to be, even in the midst of seeming problems, you know, a customer might be upset, um, start focusing on how wonderful your life's going to be when that customer is not upset, when, when we've somehow come up with a mutual and fair exchange of value to solve their problem. So what we ended up doing is having demonstrations of innovation and insight based on what we were grateful for in terms of achieving um, in advance. As we were grateful for growing our business and serving more customers and having great vendor relationships, we actually were able to achieve that in seeming miraculous ways. And uh, so this, this idea of partnering with that source, that source of intelligence, that source of intuition, um, or what I call the CSO, um, ended up helping us to succeed in an even greater way with less work because we had this intelligence guiding and directing us. That's an incredible partnership available to each and every one of us. And, and oftentimes when we get busy in our lives or stress or strain or struggle shows up, the first thing that many people do is forget their practice. And so I love the idea of you putting the CSO on the organizational chart and having it somewhere where you could see it and remind you to have that engagement, have that conversation. Did you have regular meetings with your CSO as well? And I do. I actually have a, in terms of the gratitude formula, the first of the seven steps is a daily practice. And the daily practice, interestingly enough, actually has seven steps as well. But every morning I have a goal planning meeting with my CSO. And it involves reading something inspirational that puts me into a receptive mood, uh, writing out a gratitude letter to my CSO for all the things that I have now and all the things that I want, but I word it as though I already have it. And this is really important because this is when you're able to create new beliefs by, by proclaiming that you're already achieving what it is that you want with gratitude in advance, you're strengthening a neural pathway in your brain that is associated with beliefs and behaviors. And as you start to use repetition to change your beliefs to be on par with what you desire, you start to notice more opportunities and possibilities to achieve that goal. So writing out a gratitude letter um, for the things that you have and the things that you want worded as though you've already achieved it, then reading what you just wrote out loud. When you do that, you're anchoring the meaning more fully within you and you're priming your brain for success. You're, You're priming your brain to say, this is important to me. Now I'm going to go out throughout the day today and I would really appreciate if in the midst of these billions of pieces of data that are flowing towards me, that you illuminate the possibilities of steps that I can take to make these words true. And then finally, the fourth step in the morning meeting is to close your eyes and pick one of your goals and use imagery 
in your mind's eye, see yourself in that completed goal, in that fabulous relationship with your sweetheart, in that perfect job where you feel excited and happy and valued and appreciated, in that um, picture, not just a static picture, but a, a image of everything that's around you as you're in that completed goal. And it could be used, this imagery could also be used for stuff. I mean, if you want a new car or a, uh, a beautiful home to, to, for you and your family, um, see yourself in that home, uh, sitting down at the dinner table with your family, um, with your sweetheart. Whatever it is that you desire, see yourself in your mind's eye already in that picture. And that also will strengthen that belief in possibility so that you'll notice more opportunities and steps that you can take throughout the day to achieve that. I'm going to and pause you the right day, watch there, for those. I'm sorry? I'm going to pause you right there so that we can go on to a commercial break. Grateful people are happier and healthier and tend to be more successful in relationships. Think about the people that you'd like to spend time with. Don't they appear to be grateful for what they have? A good home, a great job, a beautiful family, a healthy life. Other people you know may tend to complain about everything they don't have. What type of person are you? When you see the water in the glass, do you view it as half empty or half full? Gratitude is a choice. As you choose to develop a habit of being grateful, tremendous benefits will return to you. This is from the book, The Gratitude Formula, a seven-step success system to create a life that you love. As Mae McCarthy says, success is a system not a secret. For many of us, success can feel unattainable as though others were given a secret that the rest of us are missing. But author Mae McCarthy says that success is a system and not a secret. In the gratitude formula, Mae offers a definable practical system that you can put to use every day to achieve success in your relationships, career, finances, health, personal pursuits, spiritual growth, and virtually any other aspect of your life. You can find out more about Mae McCarthy, all of her speaking engagements, sign up for her newsletter, and discover her second second book, The Gratitude Formula, as long as along with her first one, The Path to Wealth, at her website, bizults.com. That's B-I-Z-Z-U-L-T-Z dot com. B-I-Z-Z-U-L-T-Z dot com. We'll be right back with Mae McCarthy. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. As you pick up both your books, The Path to Wealth and The Gratitude Formula, you might want to see May in person. She will be in a host of cities this year. She's got quite the schedule. And just in March alone, if you are anywhere around Chicago, Inglewood, California, or New York, you might decide that you want to visit and see her. She also offers uh, services in terms of coaching and mentoring. So if you would like to understand more about her executive consulting or her business accelerating, you may want to contact her. You can find out more at bizzults.com. That's B-I-Z-Z-U-L-T-Z.com. Commit to your morning meetings with your CSO each day for a minimum of 30 days. This will help you create a new gratitude habit so that you achieve more of your goals with greater ease. You will prove to yourself that miracles as extremely outstanding or unusual events manifest for you more often and in easier ways. This is from The Gratitude Formula, a seven-step success system to create a life that you love by May McCarthy. May, I want to go back to what you said about miracles Oftentimes, individuals will believe that miracles are once-in-a-while occurrences or something that shows up through deep prayer or a lot of people getting together and assisting something to happen or a random experience that is an act of grace. But you said earlier that you created your company and wanted to have a miracle mind a miracle mindset for the company, that these things happened more often. And so talk a little bit about miracles being everyday occurrences and being able to flow in uh, in a way that we can be open to them. Well, you mentioned that my understanding of miracles is uh, having extremely outstanding or extraordinary events happen. And I think if you ask people if they've ever experienced a miracle or they know someone who's experienced a miracle, 
they probably would say yes. But many of us think that it's a chance event, that there's, there's no formula to actually having miracles happen. And I believe that extraordinary events and outstanding and unusual events can happen with greater frequency if we do some things on a daily basis to enable them to happen. And after people have started this daily practice that I talk about as step one in the gratitude formula, this everyday describing their goals is already completed with gratitude, what ends up happening, people, people contact me and say, oh my gosh, I've achieved this and I've achieved this and I've achieved this. And all of those things just a year before would have been miracle. These would be described as miracles for these people. Now they happen with such great frequency that they just become typicals. So miracles can become typicals, and we don't see them as extraordinary and outstanding anymore because they're happening with greater frequency. It's just the new norm. So I, it's my belief that if we program ourselves, if we get up every single morning and have a goal planning meeting with that inner wisdom, with that CSO, with whatever you decide to call that source of all intelligence, you can start to achieve more and more of the things that you want that, so that miracles really do become typical occurrences in your life. Now, you began telling us some of the steps in the process about reading something inspirational, about writing that gratitude letter, and then speaking it out with emotion. And in the book, you talk about Professor Victor Boucher of University of Montreal, and he published in Consciousness and Cognition that he found speaking the information out loud can help people retain it better in their memory. The simple fact of articulating without making a sound creates a sensor monitor link that increases our ability to remember, but if it is related to the functionality of speech, we remember even more. The speaking with emotion piece so that we can remember and anchor that. Talk a little bit about that and how that also gets supported by uh, imagining your good, which I think you were going into as we had to close out the last segment. Right. So I think any school teacher will tell you that if you read something out loud, you're able to understand it. And I know when I read business contracts or, or legal um, documents, I'm able to hear myself and have a greater understanding of what those words mean. So when we speak something out loud, there's a couple of things that happen. First of all, it anchors it more fully within you so that when you're out throughout the day, you start to notice things that are in alignment, that are, that are related to what you've described in your spoken words. You've, you've used this universal law of intention to be able to notice things that relate to whatever it was that you spoke about. And we've all proved this. I mean, think about the last time that you decided to buy some, some large item, maybe a new car. As you spoke about and thought about and imagined seeing yourself in that new car, you've narrowed down all the different possibilities to one or two models. Maybe you even went and test drove it. Because you've been thinking about owning that car before you actually purchased it, you start to notice 
that car driving around everywhere on the road. You never noticed that car before it was a goal, before you started thinking about it and speaking about it as though it was already yours. And suddenly, all those cars seem to come into your awareness as you move through your life each day until you actually buy that car. This is something that we can, when we use our daily practice and we use an element of gratitude to describe what we want as though it's already complete, it's, it's almost like our subconscious and our intuition are trying to help us to operate in integrity. As we've described that new car or that wonderful job or that healthy body, as though we already have it with gratitude, things start to come into our awareness that are related to that completed goal. Our subconscious and our intuition seemingly point out possible steps for us to take to make those statements true. So we can... Regardless of what the goal is, we can be grateful in advance for achieving it. And our subconscious and this wonderful divine intelligence of the universe will show up to point out steps for us to take. The more real that we make it with our words, our thoughts, and our emotions, the sooner we'll be able to achieve what we desire. And that speaks to a lot of what you go into in the second section of the book, which has to do with achieving goals. And a lot of a lot of individuals out there will want, you know, of course, greater well-being or more financial abundance or a good relationship. But if it's too vague, then that dilutes our ability to really attract more specifically what we want. Talk a little bit about creating specific goals that match that purpose and the clear vision of those goals in terms of supporting our gratitude practice as well as our communication with our CSO. Right. Using your, the right words to describe your completed goals is vital. A lot of people, and I speak at a lot of different spiritual centers around the world, and one of the things that I notice is that often people are either too vague in describing their goals or they talk about what they don't want. And our subconscious doesn't understand the idea of negative. So if we say we don't want Uncle Bob to be a pain at the family reunion, we've impressed our subconscious with a picture of Uncle Bob being a pain. (laughs) And uh, consequently, that's what we're going to notice more evidence of at the family reunion. So changing our words to be in alignment with what we truly desire is is vital. Um, A lot of people, when when they're too vague, they think that they're leaving room for spirit to come in and operate. And my, my opinion is we've got to be specific enough about what we want that spirit can actually illuminate the possibilities for us to take steps. And I'll give you an example of that. Um, I had this one woman in a workshop of mine, and she's retired. And her goal, she told me her goal was to be spiritually creative, So I asked her if I could use her as an example, and I asked the rest of the workshop, you know, with a show of hands, how many of you can give her advice to be spiritually creative? 
and no one raised their hand. It was too vague. So I asked her to describe, you know, and I would come back to her later in the workshop, but to think about what she experienced in order to believe that she accomplished her goal of being spiritually creative. And if she could think about what that really meant to her, then I would come back to her in the workshop and she could describe it. When I returned, uh, she was just beaming. I mean, she was she had a grin on ear to ear. And she said, if I achieved my goal to be spiritually creative, my artwork would be hanging for sale in a minimum of 15 locations. It would also be on note cards and T-shirts for sale. And I would at least once a week, get some sort of message from someone who saw my artwork who would say that they were inspired to create their own as a result of seeing my artwork. And I'd receive a minimum or more of $3,000 extra per month as a result of this work. So I then turned around to the rest of the workshop and I said, how many of you now could give her some advice? Well, several hands went up. Somebody knew a restaurant that she could hang her artwork in on consignment. Somebody else knew a discount note card company that she could upload her artwork to. Somebody else knew a t-shirt company. Um, She had lots of different pieces of advice that showed up in that workshop. And the point was that if, if all of these people who are expressions of spirit could give her advice, imagine the advice that divine intelligence could give her. So I, I checked in with her about six months later, and she said that she, in fact, not only was accomplishing that goal and receiving the money that she wanted, but at one of the places that she hung her artwork, uh, somebody had met her, and invited her to come and teach some classes at a nursing home. And so she not only was able to sell her artwork, she was also able to teach others how to do art and made some new friends and received even more money as a result of using her gifts and talents. So being specific in what you want is important, not the how that you get there. The how that you get there needs to be left up to spirit to guide you and direct you. And so often that's the blocking point. That's the the piece that makes people either give up or step aside or say it can't happen is they are trying to figure out how to get from where they are to where they want to be rather than allowing themselves to be miracle-minded, so to speak, and already imagining and being where they desire to be and leaving that up to their CSO. Right, and people people will sometimes, when they're describing in, with their words, thoughts, and emotions that they've already achieved something, their rational mind sometimes tries to jump in and say, you haven't achieved that. Stop being such a fraud. And I, I write about that in my book, and I call it the fraud factor. You know, sometimes our our uh, rational mind will continue to point out that having that achieved goal is not possible because it can't think of the way for you to take steps to make it possible. And so consequently, it'll make you feel fraudulent and hope that you'll give up because it knows how to protect you. 
it knows how to help you cope in this limited life that you've created for yourself. It might not be where you want to live, but it knows how to operate. It's it's safe. It's it's um, it, it's it's the norm. So anything that's outside of the norm, often your brain, who wants to protect you, will try and talk you out of it because it can't see that you believe it's really possible to have that. So what we need to do is elevate our beliefs to be on par with the goal that we now have. And there's some things that we can do to make what we want familiar and welcome so that we do believe it's possible for us to have that. And when that happens, your brain will take spirit off mute and those intuitive messages will flow more freely into your life. The major areas of your life in which to focus your goals include your health, wealth, and finances, fulfilling and satisfying use of your skills and talents, harmonious relationships, recreation, spiritual connection, and your world. May McCarthy goes on in her book, The Gratitude Formula, to illustrate and assist you in creating the right, most powerful goals for you to use. She also supports you in her own goal planning guidelines so that you can use your new goals each day as a part of your system for success. Your understanding will grow and you'll notice more possibilities from your CSO to take steps along the path to achieve what you desire. This is from the book, The Gratitude Formula, a seven-step success system to create a life that you love. While her method is built upon starting each day with a grateful heart, the details of her seven-step practice are unlike anything you've ever seen before. And May McCarthy teaches that implementing them on a daily basis is the key to creating a life that you love. You can find out more about May McCarthy at Bezults.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com, 1111mag.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach, a wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? 
Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great. Have more energy. Sleep better. Gently detox. Lose unhealthy weight and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. In just a few days, the next issue of 1111 Magazine will be out. It is always free, so definitely um, go ahead and finish up reading the last issue if you haven't gotten through it, because the next one is going to be powerful and beautiful. There are some exciting features and some really fascinating pieces that are going to be placed inside. In addition, if you find that you do not have time to feed your mind and feed your soul and open your heart with this type of media, then I invite you to explore 1111 on audio. I have created an annual program that allows you to have beautiful information from change agents along with some of the best archives and interviews, life coaching, meditations, intention statements, lots of pieces to support you and it's all just $97 for the entire year. You will get month by month tons of resources to continue to broaden your mind, open your heart and expand the resources of your soul. So definitely check that out at 1111mag.com. Mae McCarthy has co-founded and grown seven successful companies in a variety of industries to as large as 250 employees with over $100 million in annual revenue. She credits her successes to the spiritual principles that are found in this book, The Gratitude Formula, as well as her other book, The Path to Wealth. And she now dedicates her life to sharing these principles with others. You can find out more at bazults.com or maymccarthy.com. The Gratitude Formula will teach you how to create powerful, practical, and achievable goals, how to develop your spiritual intuition to help you manifest and achieve your dreams, how to untangle from any doubts, fears, or behaviors that are holding you back from abundance, and how to say yes to prosperity and limitless possibilities. The instructions contained in the Gratitude Formula are simple and clear, and if you follow them daily, you can begin to receive abundance and create a life that you love. You can find out more about her speaking engagements that are coming up throughout 2018, in addition to her business acceleration, executive consulting, and speaking facilitating that she can be booked for. Uh, You can also sign up for her newsletter, so definitely check her out at maymccarthy.com or bazaltz.com. Welcome back, May. I'd like to talk a little bit more about um, some of the thoughts that we hold Because oftentimes it is the negative thoughts, the doubting thoughts, the worrying thoughts that tend to 
clamor in the mind. And in the book, you talk about switching that picture from negative to positive as the extra step. Speak to that as, uh, as to how we can empower ourselves into moving more towards not only gratitude, but receiving the help of the CSO and creating those miracles in our own life as typicals. Well, it, it's my belief that many of the spiritual laws, and, and I do call them laws because I think they're similar to other laws in science. For instance, the law of gravity. You know, if we drop something, it's, it's going to fall to the floor or to the ground. Um, that is provable and repeatable every time. Every time. It doesn't have any emotion. It's, it just operates that way. And electricity is the same. So there are spiritual laws that operate exactly like those scientific laws. And what I've been able to prove and repeat over and over and over again, and I know many other people have been able to prove and repeat it as well, is that whatever we put our attention on magnifies and grows. And many of us have been conditioned, especially with social media and, and news and, and community forums and things like that, we've been conditioned to put our attention on really things that we don't want. You know, we don't want uh, homelessness. We don't want poverty and unclean water and air. We, we don't want all of these things, and we continue to put our words, thoughts, and emotions on them, and they continue to grow and magnify. So what if, what if we were to shift our belief, to shift our focus, and put our words, thoughts, and emotions on what we do want. We had a, um, a situation here in my neighborhood in, in Seattle. Um, this, this city is growing so fast. And there were a number of people that had decided to uh, camp. You know, they were homeless, and they decided to camp underneath an underpass. And unfortunately, many of the people that were camping there also were addicted to uh, drugs, and consequently, they would go out into the close nearby neighborhood and break into cars and houses in order to get the resources that they needed in order to uh, live and, and uh, afford their habit. And the, we have a community forum, an online forum, and I found myself almost like in an addiction where every morning I'd wake up and I'd look at what people had posted about the awful things that had happened the night before, um, their property being broken into, um, this problem with the homeless people living under the underpass, and all of this, this negativity and pain that people were experiencing. And I, I, it was honestly almost like an addiction where I would wake up every morning to expect something to be written on this forum. And finally, I remembered to remember, wait a minute, if I focus on what I do want, which is that all peoples that pass through and live in my neighborhood and my world are living healthy, happy, safe, 
lives with all of their needs met in lawful ways and that all of us are treating each other with respect and live together in our world in safety and harmony. If I started to focus on that, just shift my focus, then spirit has an opportunity to deliver that to me or at least show me what my part is to enable that to be experienced. So I stop reading the forum. I stop talking to my neighbors about the doom and gloom of what was happening, and I really upped my game on talking about what I wanted. So I intuitively felt this very strong idea to contact all of the people that could help these homeless people and also help our community. So I contacted the governor's office. I contacted the city mayor. I contacted the city council. I contacted uh, the police department and the Department of Transportation that owned this land. And we got all representatives from all those groups together at a community meeting which comprised about 80 of us from our neighborhood. And what we learned was that many of the uh, programs that the um, different departments had actually prevented the other government departments from doing their jobs. So they all figured this out in this community forum and were able to make some adjustments to their policies to enable these homeless people to be moved to a place that had water and bathrooms and facilities that that could be helpful to them and um, prevent that sort of thing from happening again in that particular area where there were no facilities available to help them. Had I been continuing to focus on the problem, it would have continued to grow. But as soon as I shifted to focus on what I did want, and I use my words, thoughts, and emotions to describe a wonderful world where all of us are living in a safe and happy environment with all of our needs met in lawful ways, I then was able to receive information from spirit to take steps to make it so. So I believe that spiritual laws are unemotional. And if we use them in accordance with what we desire rather than what we don't desire, um, we're going to see and live a much happier life. I'm very much in alignment with you, May, on that. We, we must hold things from a place of neutrality or equanimity so that the energy can be allowed to shift in itself. And in your book, you have a section where you say, don't try to make things happen. What is the distinction that occurs between trying to make things happen versus allowing? Well, so many of us have gone to that school where we we create a goal and then we were taught we should think of every little step that it takes, you know, that we're supposed to take um, on the way to achieving that goal. And this, this practice relies on something that's beyond the rational mind. And we will feel a tendency to want to, to do something in order to make our goal a reality. And, and some things can happen that 
actually prevent you from achieving your goal if you do that. When you have a goal that's bigger than anything that you've ever had before or different than anything that you've had before, you need to make sure that your brain believes that it's possible, that you believe at the core of your being that it's possible for you to have that good. And you have to do some things to elevate your mental equivalence or that belief in possibility before your brain's going to allow spirit to give you some directions. So all along the way, while you're elevating your mental equivalence to one of possibility, your irrational mind is trying to tell you to take steps that seem logical. And if you take steps towards a goal that seem logical and you fail, your brain's going to put the spiritual intuition on mute again because it wants to protect you. So when you try to force something to happen, you can sometimes set yourself back in achieving that goal. What you need to do is continue to use the daily practice. This repetitive practice will reap rewards. And go out and find people or stories about people that have achieved the kinds of success or achieved the kinds of things that you want and make it familiar and welcome to you, so much so that you start to believe, wow, if they could do it, I could do it. It, that, it doesn't seem that far off. I have a friend of mine that's, that uh, is down in San Diego, and he decided he wanted to be a realtor. And so he went to real estate school, and he uh, did everything that he needed to do and hung his license. And after about eight months of having very few clients run him ragged, he thought, gosh, I could make more money you know, working at a Starbucks you know, per hour. And uh, he was considering giving up on his idea of being a successful realtor. And I asked him not to. I said, go out and meet some other successful realtors. Go, go um, to some networking events. Uh, read some stories about people. Start to identify with their success and make it familiar and welcome in addition to doing the daily practice and describing himself as a successful realtor. And so he did that. And after, you know, just a relatively short period of time, he started to really believe, wow, there's, there's nothing really special about these people. I mean, they, they did the same thing that I'm trying to do. And, and if they could do it, I could do it. And he, he immediately found that he started to have some intuitive directions after he believed that it was possible. Well, one of those intuitive directions was to contact surfing shops and corporations that had executives that were surfers. He used to compete as a surfer in his earlier life, and he was able to see a correlation between business risk-taking and surfing risk-taking. And he created this really interesting and fun talk and offered to speak at these organizations for free. Well, through that, he was able to meet a lot of people who then started to give him referrals to become a successful realtor. And in a relatively short period of time, he beat his goal, financial goal, of being a successful realtor and is now on to an even bigger goal. So don't 
Thank don't you, May. We have run out of time. Something. Yes, don't force something. Success is a system, not a secret. And you can find out how to incorporate this system into your own life through the Gratitude Formula, a seven-step success system to create a life that you love by May McCarthy. And she is certainly uh, a leader that can take you on that path. May McCarthy has co-founded seven successful companies, and she has written both The Path to Wealth and The Gratitude Formula. I invite you to find out more about her at maymccarthy.com or bazaltz.com. Next week, my guest is Tricia McCannon, and we are exploring her new book, The Angelic Origins of the Soul, Discovering Your Divine Purpose. Until then, I am Simran. In love, of love, with love, and as love, be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.